Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. You're listening to Ride at Home with Rich. Brought to you by GAF Roofing. And now, here's your host, Rich Horace. All right, good Saturday afternoon, everybody, and welcome, welcome to Right at Home with Rich. Like he said, I'm your host, Rich Orris, and what a great day we have today. Um, it is a great day outside, great day to gather some information and maybe get some work done around your home, right? So today, it's even better for you today because you can call in, and I have our Mosby architect, Arthur Merdinian, joining me today. So, you know... What does that mean for you? Well, have you ever wanted to pick the brain of an architect? Do you have questions for them? Maybe a project you've been thinking about or dreaming about? You know, do you sit around and, and just think, you know, wow, I wonder if that project's even possible or how can we get through this? Well, today is absolutely your day. Free advice from Mosby's own licensed architect, Arthur. So you can give myself and Arthur a call today at 314-241-9797 or 866-455-9797. And amongst many topics today, um, we'll include getting to know Arthur a little bit, you know, kind of find out what makes an architect tick, right? And um, we can talk about load-bearing walls, pulling permits, um, when do you need them and why, um, who who needs them, who's, who's, who's at risk there, all that stuff. Um, and some advice from Arthur throughout the show, all the way through the show today. And of course, as usual, I'll have my On the Road with Rich segment and my hack, some creative uses for zip ties. Um, both of those will be sprinkled out during the show today. So stick with us for all of that. But again, don't forget our main topic is your topic. You can call in today with any questions you have about your home, any remodeling projects, any issues you might have going on, any weird things that you've just always kind of been curious or wondering about, or you can pick the brain of our licensed architect right here today, free for the next hour for you. You can reach us again at 314-241-9797 or 866-455-9797. So for now, let's Let's get started here with Arthur. I'm so excited, Arthur, to have you with me and, and want to thank you for taking some time out of your Saturday and joining us today. Thank you for having me, Rich. I appreciate it and uh, look forward to uh, an exciting hour. Yeah, no, I think it'll definitely be a lot of fun. Um, and for everybody out there, I've got, you know, I've had 
quite a few guests the last few weeks, and I've got a whole lineup of Mosby people for the next, you know, month, four or five weeks or so, um, just one after another. So we got some really great shows with all the different areas and, and people and divisions of, of our company. But uh, Arthur being our licensed architect is why I'm so excited today because we can have really a lot of information you know, given out to everybody. But I want to kind of just start out with, you know, I always do kind of getting to know um, Arthur, the man, the myth, the legend. Who are you? What are you? What do you do? We'll have a little fun with it. But um, I understand you didn't, you weren't always from St. Louis. You didn't grow up here. But so where did you uh, initially grow up? So I grew up in Connecticut and uh, moved to St. Louis uh, over 30 years ago to go to architecture school and ended up staying. Awesome. That That's awesome. So um, tell me just a little bit in that background, like what got you interested in, in architecture early on? Well, I, I think uh, more than architecture, I've always kind of been interested in construction and that the architecture kind of went along with that and the, the problem solving aspect of it and figuring out how to make things work and how to put things together has always uh, interested me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I've kind of had that, too, just the curiosity of of how to repair it, how to keep it going, you know, how to build it, things like that. So um, you said you came to St. Louis for school. So where did you go to school? I went to Washington University and uh, awesome. got a master's in architecture from there. Awesome, awesome. So I've got a little list of questions here we like to call the lightning round. So this will be kind of fun, nothing nothing in particular, nothing real serious, but just uh, kind of getting to know some of the things about you. So looking at uh, a list of some of your favorite things, what's your favorite day of the week? I don't know. I think maybe Thursday as being Friday Eve. Is yeah. <laughs> if I can't pick the weekend, <laughs> yeah, try and exactly. get as close as I can. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, what's your favorite season? Oh, I definitely like spring the best. Everything, everything's new and really green and fresh, and it's just kind of an exciting new start. Yeah, favorite uh, holiday? Oh, I might have to go with Festivus on that one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the, the Seinfeld. Oh my gosh, we'll have to talk more about that later. I got something, so something maybe you'll remember on that too. Um, what is your favorite city in the U.S. other than St. Louis or anywhere where you grew up? Boy, um, you know, I think uh, Newport, Rhode Island is probably one of them. It's not a huge city, but it's uh, um, it's a, a great little place, a fun uh, fun place to be. And um, other than that, I think any place close to a large body of water is gonna is gonna be good. Yeah, with yeah, <laughs> yeah. That'll probably come up in a minute too. So, what was your first job? Um, probably teaching sailing. Awesome. Yeah. What was uh, what was your first concert you went to? Hmm. I think I'm pretty sure that that was uh, the police when I was in eighth grade. Oh, sweet. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So what's your hidden talent? you have any hidden talents? Mm. Probably uh, racing sailboats is the my uh, my hidden talent. That's that's really awesome. And I've got a, something in there in, in my hack for you with that, too. All right. Um, so what was the last Halloween costume? Mm. It's been a it's been a while since I dressed up for Halloween, but I think the 
the the last one I did, I dressed up as a, a BP oil spill cleanup person <laughs> in like the whole hazmat suit and a hard hat, and <laughs> that was that was kind of it was timely when I did that. So yeah, yeah. So um, describe yourself in three words. Hmm. I would say um, curious, optimistic, and friendly. Sweet. Yeah, yep. and I would agree with positive, outgoing person. I would think an architect's curious too. Absolutely, yeah. got to be. Um, so, so thinking of architecture, I usually do this um, where people go in St. Louis and stuff. But I'm going to turn this into more architectural stuff um, on your behalf. On kind of which would you prefer um, the Frank Lloyd Wright House um, or the Wainwright Building? I think I I prefer the house over the the Wainwright building uh, for sure. Yeah, the, it's more my speed. Yeah, <laughs> the arch or the city museum. Mm, you know, as much fun as the city museum is, I think that the arch is really the more significant uh, piece of architecture. Yeah, um, the St. Louis City Hall or the old courthouse. Mm, I'm a I'm a fan of City Hall. You know, it needs a needs a bit of a scrub, but it's a, it is really a beautiful building. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Union Station or the Art Museum? I like uh, Union Station. It's really a, it's a, a combination with the, um, the building out in front on Market Street of a, a really good example of architecture, as well as the uh, train shed in the back, a, yeah. a, you know, nice example of, of engineering. And so I, I really like Union Station. Yeah, no, that, that a lot of history there for sure. Um, so the Christ Church Cathedral or the Marriott Grand Motel? You know, that's a that's a tough one because they're such different buildings, and they're um, they're they're great uh, examples of architecture each in their own right. Yeah, um, with, you know. So, so I got you with a tough one. Yeah, you did get <laughs> kind of get me there with a the tough one. That's awesome. That's awesome. But no, I think it shows that that thought into everything that you know, um, like engineers, architects, and stuff kind of kind of have further than a lot of people. You know, just that don't look into a lot of those details or don't see you know a lot of the detailed stuff that that other people might see you know mm-hmm. um, but speaking of other people um, we have a couple calls on the line here so i'm going to go to uh, greg here um, greg in st charles you have a question for us yeah uh i've been having um uh some very interesting problems with my house from the day it was built it's new construction built in 2003 developed i had two leaks in two parts of the house coming in from severe rain. And, uh, you know, we've lived with it since 2004, and I've never been able to have anybody identify where the leak was coming from. We, we, we thought that the uh, having the roof replaced this year would fix it, and it, it didn't. You know, the last thing we've heard now is windows, and that requires complete replacement of all our siding because they don't make it anymore. So um, I'm not certain what to do on how to actually identify where leaks are coming from in this case because, you know, water obviously never doesn't always come out where it goes in, so so it's it's it's, it's a challenge. Um, so and, and and as an architect, I guess you've got to love that inland steel building in Chicago. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, Greg, that is uh, 
A great question, a very common question. It's something that we see around Mosby all the time, you know, um, in looking at where leaks start at and come from and, and a lot of investigation and stuff and in figuring that out. But in your situation, um, you you have something that is is really common with kind of the timeline of when your house was built, you know, from the, the 90s well into the 2000s, mid 2000s, um, the, they weren't, they either weren't using a house wrap to protect the home, or if they were, they were installing it incorrectly and not to the manufacturer's specifications. So in the early 2000s, a lot of builders actually started talking the the customers and, and the people purchasing the homes out of using the house wrap because when they used it, they would install it wrong and it would bring issues up very quickly um, in, in the home with, with water getting in. It would, it would literally direct the water into the house. So they were seeing the leaks much earlier and without the house wrap, it took a little longer for them to see some of these leaks because it was soaking into the wood, the sheeting and things like that before it would really end up inside the house, around the roof lines, around the windows, stuff like that. So my suspicion here for sure is that you have you probably have house wrap on your home, and it's probably done incorrectly with what we call reverse flashing in, in this industry, basically where they don't tape it right, they don't flash it right, they don't put it everywhere that they need it, and then you have all these opportunities for water to come in where that house wrap is supposed to take it out, and it's very common for roofers to think they're going to fix your leak with a new roof um, because generally a lot of them happen at the roof wall transition where they meet and and so basically you know the water's actually coming from the wall and getting behind the roofing flashing and nothing the roofer does you know affects the wall so it doesn't change that condition and you end up with the same leak again wondering gee exactly what you said why didn't my roof take care of this. Um, so I would definitely advise that you call Mosby Building Arts and before you get another roof or before you purchase any windows or before you have anything else done, you know, have us sit down and, and look at these issues and talk with you about the windows you have, the siding you have, the, the flashing you have, and how all that stuff comes together. Because another thing I've, I've talked about a lot and I've seen very commonly is people getting windows replaced and then the leak gets worse because the, the installers still don't understand how to flash that window into that house wrap and everything, you know, perfectly. And it's, you know, they're just putting in a replacement window and they kind of enhance those leaks. And, and again, they can sometimes occasionally even make those leaks worth worse than they were when you started and a year later you're like i got all these brand new windows and here i am you know I've, I've got these leaks again so i would definitely recommend that you know give us a call um and and have us come out and really sit down there will be no charge or anything and we can really discuss and let our office know you talk to me on the radio and that you um you know have some leaks and are looking to get them taken care of. So does that sound good? Uh, yeah. Uh, just, can I have a, just a quick follow-on question? 
Uh, would, did, would, hey, real quick, uh, Greg, would you mind holding on through the break? Sure. I got to get into a break here. I'm running out of time, but I can come back to you. Um, at the beginning of our next segment as soon as we return. And for everybody else out there, if you need anything, feel free to give us a call, 314-241-9797. We'll be right back after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Do you have questions about your home? Call us at 314-241-9797 or 866-455-9797. All right, guys, and, and, you know, speaking of calling us, um, I'm going to get back to Greg here, but also uh, Nikki's on the line. I'm going to get to you, Nikki, as soon as uh, we finish up here with Greg, I promise. So um, let's uh, see if we can get Greg back on there. Are you with us, Greg? I, I am, and I appreciate the uh, follow-on question. Um, so, so with the Tyvek and all that stuff possibly being, you know, not put in properly, I've seen all these ads about these spray-on siding products that can go over vinyl. Are any of these viable options for trying to fix water getting through the, side, the, the siding to the wall and into the house? Would it be a, a way of sealing it out without having to completely replace all the siding? 
Um, so actually, no, uh, Greg, it would not at all, um, because the, the, the real issue here is when you look at vinyl siding, it, it has weep holes in it. And when you look right. at how it's installed, so the two things that can happen is one, just condensation behind it. It can just get condensation and it needs those weep holes to get that moisture out and to breathe and all of that. And when you coat it, you're going to probably coat over and cover those weep holes. So you're going to have an even harder time getting moisture out. So even if they said it would stop water from getting behind it directly, then you would still possibly have condensation forming and still getting in, you know, that way from behind that siding. But also, I don't know of a spray coating that's going to actually fill up the J channels and really stop water from getting in because a lot of water gets behind vinyl siding through every penetration, a window, a light fixture, an outlet, a gable vent, anything that sticks through it has J channel around it. And that's where the water can very easily, not just the seams and other places, but very easily get in through there. So when winds drive the rain at the wall, it's behind your siding. And that's why that house wrap provides what we call a drainage plane for the water to run down the wall on top of the house wrap and come out the bottom without affecting the wall. So, yeah, it's, I do not believe at all that that would help you whatsoever. Yeah, that's a problem then. Yeah, so, so I mean, yeah, we only get this during rain, heavy rain, and through certain directions, and it's it's pretty it's a pretty bad leak when it happens, but the rest of the time it's non-existent. So yeah, I'm I'm really torn. Yep. No, and and we can definitely you know figure that out, explain and educate you know basically educate you. This is the wall system. This is how it works. This is how it functions. Here's what's wrong with yours. And here's what needs to happen to make it right so that you can no longer, you know, worry about that water coming in in that area. And a new window won't always, you know, necessarily stop that. I see it, I see it too many times, unfortunately. Um, so so for, for you, Greg, and for everyone else out there, um, if you want to give us a call at our office at 314-909-1800, um, and or you can check it out online at callmosby.com, C-A-L-L-M-O-S-B-Y. You can, you can email in, you can set up appointments, you can tell them you talked to me and we were talking about a leak and you need help, and you can get all that even figured out online right through that website. So, all right, Greg? All right, thank you. I appreciate your time. Perfect. No problem. I appreciate it, too. Let's get uh, Nikki on the line here and... Uh, We'll see what's going on there out in Ladue. Nikki, are you with us? I am. Hi, how you doing? Thanks for calling. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for um, taking my call. So I have a question about accessory dwelling units in St. Louis County. Um, we we're, we're, uh, we think we have enough property where we could put um, what they call a granny flat or something like that on our property. Uh, because we need more flexibility. We're, we're getting up there in years, and we have family who can come in from out of town. But, you know, we, we'd like the flexibility of having them stay, stay near but in a separate little place. And where do you start with something like that? I, I go to the St. Louis County website, and I can't figure out if that's allowable, or do you have to have architectural plans first? Just, you know, where do you start? Yeah, I'm going to let Arthur pick this one up. Great question. 
Yeah. So um, with something like that, uh, the first place I would start with is uh, the municipality that you live in and talking to their zoning department. Um, different different cities have different requirements and regulations about what's allowed on um, the property as an accessory building. Uh, some municipalities are not going to allow you to create basically a, a second home on your property because they don't, you know, you could potentially use it as a an, a, an apartment that you rent out. And, uh, you know, so that's not, you know, you're not always allowed to do that. So that would probably be the best place to start is the, with the city zoning department that you live in. Okay. All right. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. I, I didn't think about doing that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, thanks. Uh, thanks for calling in, Nikki. Great question. I'm glad we got a, a question for you there, uh, Arthur. And we have another one coming in. We got Jeff on the line from St. Charles. Jeff, uh, what do you got going on today? Appreciate the call. How are you doing? Thank you for taking my call. Um, I have, uh, it's really not my problem. It's my daughter's problem. Okay. And it's a foundation issue and a bad foundation issue. Um, she had just purchased a house out in Wildwood and uh, found out that there's there's structural damage to the foundation that it's almost like the foundation is moving. And um, she's only been in there two months. Um, okay. One, one side of the house was repaired. And, you know, before she bought the house, the, the original owner repaired it. And it literally looks like some kind of Frankenstein repair. Every We've had, uh, or my daughter has had four companies come out and look at it. And every one of them said they can't believe that they repaired it that way. But to get through, um, every we had four companies come out and look at it. And each company has a different... Um, aspect of what's going on and the bottom line is we don't know i i am not you know a foundation expert and my daughter definitely isn't and um but i do know you know construction and that but still um i don't know what the deal is with that and how to handle it because some guys one guy said that it was the rebar that wasn't installed properly in the foundation and that it's popping loose Okay. Another guy says that there's road creep and that's what's causing it. Um, because her, her garage has also, her garage floor has also dropped, but all this is stuff that was hidden from her when she actually bought the house. So it's kind of thrown in her lap and we really don't know what to do with it. I had mentioned to her to, to call, you know, a structural engineer, or somebody, because we really don't understand what these uh, companies are talking about when they say, well, you need to pure it, or you need to put dry wells in, or you need to do, you know, road work or whatever. So I thought, you know, maybe you guys might have some ideas of what, where we can start or even come out and look at it. And uh, because the other thing is, is a lot of these companies, they have disclaimers that they don't do the tear outs. And they don't do uh, material removal or to rebuild it. And she's got a finished basement. Oh, so, okay. Um, yep. 
you know, that uh, that's another thing is we, we kind of don't know where to go. So um, I thought maybe I'd give you guys a call. So, you know, um, that, that that is a great, great question and great thoughts on, on your side of things, you know, saying get to the structural engineer and all of that. But, yes, Mosby does um, work hand-in-hand with a foundation repair company, and and we can – basically coordinate and do like the tear out and the replacement and everything before and after when we know what work needs to be done. And we're pretty good at figuring a lot of that out, but I'm going to let Arthur jump in here and talk about that kind of where to start, which you kind of already mentioned probably the best route, but Arthur, what do you think about how to figure this out? Well, I think that um, on the, on the road creep, if you're, on the outside of a corner in the road or at the bottom of a hill is typically right. where you're going to see that. And with the, the braking or the force of the car on the road over time can push the road a little bit. And you would probably see that in your driveway before you saw it in your in the garage floor. More than likely, the ground underneath the garage was not given enough time to settle after the foundation was backfilled and has now over time settled and there's not enough support under the floor is more than likely what happened there. And I think, you know, with the foundation, having talked to four different companies and they have four different answers, um, my experience is that the the foundation companies kind of have their own proprietary way of fixing these things. And yeah. so they they kind of steer you towards that repair and, you know, make the, the uh, problem fit their solution. But, uh, you know, I think definitely talking to a structural engineer who isn't going to be tied to a way to fix it is going to be the, the, the best first step on that. Right. Yeah, because we would like to, I mean, obviously everybody that, does stuff like that would like to fix it one time and it's done but i mean we've had one guy come out and say you know well they can fix it but then you know in another 10 years or so we might be doing it again and i'm thinking you know why would you want to do that yeah that's that that is question and um you know most of these fixes a lot of them are going to come with a lifetime warranty it just depends on are they applying the proper fix to the you know proper solution to the proper problem and when you're offering these solutions maybe your solution isn't the best thing but they're still there to try and sell a job so that's why i would agree with arthur get to that structure engineer and then once that reports there you'll pay them and that's good because it's like that third party opinion you know you give them you pay them they're educated on it they'll they'll educate you and then we can step in and say okay this is what we need to tear out this is what this company needs to do and get a whole project, you know, put together for you. So, uh, Jeff, I definitely appreciate the call. We got to get to a break here. I want to I want to touch a little bit more on some of this stuff of what you're talking about, though, when we return for sure. So, if you want to stay tuned, I'm going to ask Arthur a couple questions, and we're going to get into a little bit of that probably again, you know, after I, I do my hack after we return. So, for everybody else out there. Um, Feel free to call in the next segment, and I'll have my hat coming up right after this.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. And now, here's Rich's right-at-home hack. All right, you heard the man got the hack here every week, a new hack every single Saturday. Stay tuned for all of them. So today, I just wanted to talk about some, some, you know, there's a lot of common uses for zip ties, but I found a few that were uncommon uses that some tricks of of what you could do with them. So I just picked a few because there's probably thousands, but... If you have a broken zipper pull, like on your luggage or your backpack or a computer bag or something, simply, you know, attach the zip tie through that zipper and tighten that up, and you're off and running using that zipper with ease. Um, also, if you're if you're finding the need for child-proofing, like, you know, grandkids are coming over and you're not ready or you all of a sudden you're going to be babysitting, uh, you can take a zip ties and basically zip tie the two cabinet knobs together and protect those curious little toddlers running around. It'll kind of lock those two cabinet doors together so they won't open all the way. Um, I use zip ties every year for the holiday direct decorations, you know, around my railings and banisters and, and things like that to, to attach all my decorations up. But the last one I found super interesting here, especially for my man Arthur with me today, that boaters use zip ties to as, as like a depth marker on their boat anchors. So you measure the, the chain in 10-foot increments, and for every 10 foot, you put the number of zip ties where you're at. So like two ties for 20 feet, three ties for 30 feet, and that'll help them understand how deep the water is where they are dropping anchor, which I thought was really, really cool. So if you want to hear this hack or any of my hacks every week, you can find them all 
on Facebook. Just search for me, Rich Oris Mosby. It'll take you right to it, and you can see all of these hacks every week on Facebook again. So we're going to get back to our regular programming here on 97.1 with Arthur. So what do you think about the anchor thing? I mean, pretty clever. I think that's a great idea, and I can't wait to get out to my boat and start putting zip ties on my yeah. anchor line. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the, you know, and I thought, you know, for for people that don't have, you know, like if you're not fishing like you, a sailboat or, you know, things like that, or if you're, you know, not out there, because I'm sure most really good fishermen, they got all that equipment, depth finder, they know more about that lake than anybody. But I just thought that was, you know, really neat little thing there that, uh, you know, to use on the boat. Yeah. If you're, you know, uh, on a boat, if you're just anchoring to fish for a little bit, that's, it's not as big of a deal, but if you're anchoring out to spend the night someplace, you want to know that you've got enough yeah. anchor line out and that the anchor's going to hold. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, so I want to, before I, I get into the, I want to do my on the road with rich segment too, but I wanted to touch a little bit more on, you know, some of those things that Jeff was calling in and asking about and everything, because, you know, it, what I found with all sorts of issues with home and homes, and I've, I've been out and I've looked at several things. And like, we were talking about the leak thing, you know, where water might be coming in so much further away than you think to where you're finding it inside the home. And, you know, so what I've learned over the years is really investigating and looking at everything all around. Even if you think you found something, keep looking and keep looking at other possibilities and things. Because, you know, my guess for Jeff here is what he's going to find out is that he's got four people out there and he's probably got two to four issues going on. Each of them have a piece of the solution that would work probably pretty well for what they're talking about. So when he said, someone said a dry well, well, that person's probably talking about moving moisture away and water away from the foundation. And he probably needs that, but he also needs to fix the foundation and the issues with it. Um, and the rebar, you know, being as, as we get that much water, if that rebar is too close to the surface, it rusts and it creates a very straight horizontal crack in the foundation wall. So that might really be true and it's a water issue. Um, and so there's so many things. The street creep might be happening. And if, if you know, if the, the cracks are at an angle and, and it's the, you can see the wall pushing in, then it probably is some street creep or some ground pressure or something holding that. And there's going to be piers and there's going to be wall anchors and there's going to be getting water and downspouts away from the house. But, but Arthur, how, so how common do you see that where it's like, it's it's really like four issues and someone comes in and fixes one. Yeah. You know, I think that's the biggest uh, consideration is not only how are you going to fix an issue with your basement, but understanding what caused it and making sure that you um, remedy that as well. Otherwise it's just going to keep happening. And, you know, more often than not, you know, water is, is an issue. And maybe when the house was built, the yard was graded properly and, water flowed away properly. But, you know, over the years, you you remulch every year and you pile up more and more water or more and more ground yeah, next yeah. to the house. And, you know, or sometimes you create a, a mound away from the house. So now there's an area where water's sloping or the ground sloping back at the house. And, you know, you want to make sure that uh, you don't have conditions like that and that you do 
always have positive drainage away from the house all the way around. Yeah, no, absolutely. So there's there's a lot of things to look at. So I totally agree. You know, and I tell people that all the time, even when I come out and I'm like, well, I see this, I see that, I see all these things going on. I would recommend I bring in this foundation company, but, you know, to be on the safe side, you know, get that structural engineer. They can come out, they can examine things, they've got that education, and then they can say exactly what's happening. And then we can determine whether these fixes are really going to take care you know, of the issues that we see at hand. And, and you're going to pay, you know, three to a thousand dollars, 300 to a thousand dollars or something probably or so to get that engineer, to get the report, to really get the information you need. But it's going to be so useful if you're in it for the long haul, if you're in it for, you know, lasting value and being there a long time and kind of the exact same thing, you know, with Greg, with his water issues and everything is, you know, if I said, you know what, I've got this system and I educate you on it and this is what we do and this will really fix your leaks. If I told you I could do this system and replace your windows and put this system on your wall and then leave your siding off, you know, he was asking. So the question is, can I spray something on the siding that'll help keep the water out? Well, what if I told you I could not put your siding on your home for 12 months and guarantee you, you'll never have a leak during that 12 months. Would that make you feel better about the job, the whole thing? And then say, once the siding's on, I'll give you a 10-year workmanship warranty that that wall's not going to leak or that window's not going to leak or you won't, you know, have that problem, you know, from that. So it's a big deal in getting it right and being able to stay there for a long time. But Arthur, something I didn't want to miss out on and we've got about four minutes here. I wanted to talk about some of the codes and the different things, you know, happening, which which we actually had some of that in the call with Nikki. But, you know, I, my on-the-road thing was going to be about a basement that I looked at. And basically, you know, they're looking to finish this basement. And I just started listing off all the code things that was like your floor drain is so far from your water heater and he had a bathroom and he wants to like keep the layout just if we can just update it. And and I'm looking at it going, none of your plumbing in this bathrooms to code. It's I have to redo it all. It doesn't matter where we put the door to this bathroom because I'm going to have to completely replumb underground and everything. And so there was a list of things like when you came down the steps, the furnace was literally about 38 inches from the bottom of the steps. So I'm like, how do you even have like three feet there? And, you know, so we were talking about like a retractable opening wall that maybe, you know, can be close and then they can open it in like a bifold or something to gain that access to the furnace. Um, The stairs weren't compliant um, there, there was just a magnitude of, of issues like that in this older home, you know, in what needs to happen. So, I mean, what do you see in some of these? There's so many different code pieces. What's the, your advice to people when they're looking at something like that? Yeah, and, I, you know, I think probably when that bathroom was, was built, the uh, code requirements for uh, basement were a lot less and, you know, 20, 30 years ago, people were much less likely to even get a permit to finish the basement. They just went ahead and 
would finish it out and oh yeah and move forward and and now there's just um, there's more um, requirements related to egress and uh, how much headroom you have in a basement and uh, all sorts of things that that go into it and you know particularly down in the city you go into a, a lot of basements where they there's they want to finish the basement and they've got lots of room but it's only six feet tall and yeah. you know that doesn't meet the code and so uh, I, I've had that about a 15 minute meeting yeah. going yeah it, your your floor joists are under mm-hmm. you know there's without lowering the floor you can't do anything right and and then egress is the other big one because that's not you know if it's a if there's no walkout or anything like that that's um, that's not an inexpensive thing to add as part of a basement finish, which, yeah. which can make it tough. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's, you know, was my point to him in, in designing this. I'm like, there's so much to figure out and we got to look into so many of these codes and you're going to be so up against it with this bathroom. Cause I can tell the shower is not vented and I can see where they ran the pipe. And I'm like, so we, we got to totally tear your floor out to redo the shower. So what does it matter? The toilet next to it stays there, or moves over a foot or two. You right. know, it's like you're in it now and there's there's no much way out, you know, to get it right. And of course he had, you know, like they were talking about earlier having like four different companies out. Well, he had a handyman type guy out that said, well, I don't want to pull permits. And he had a, another guy out going, yeah, we will, but didn't really talk about whether there was any issues or not. And he's like, Wow, I'm so now I'm worried about is this guy just gonna like start doing stuff and we find those issues out in the middle of the project? I'm, yeah, you may, right? You know, you you absolutely may. It's, it's extremely common. But hey, I, I we are totally out of time here, right at the end. But I appreciate you coming out and spending the spending the hour with us and educating everybody, Arthur. Rich, thanks for having me. I, I appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. No problem. And hey, everybody else out there. Check us out, callmosby.com. You can find us online, and I will talk to everybody else next week. Have a good week. Get more at 971talk.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.